You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, here we go, everybody. Locked on Lions, Locked on Podcast Network post game pod on this a Sunday, December the 26th into Monday, December the 27th. Hope everybody had a great Christmas. Falcons get the win today over the Lions, 20 to 16, down at the Dome in Atlanta. Lions fought hard. Lions battled. Good news. Lions kept their draft position just where they were as they lose 20 to 16. Detroit. <laughs> Right there at the end, after Jalen Reeves, Maven forces a fumble, Lions have the football and a chance to win. But Tim Boyle throws the ball to Khalif Raymond into triple coverage and is intercepted, and the Lions lose 20-16 to to the Falcons. First and foremost, welcome in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day here on Locked On Lions. You can follow me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks at Locked On Lions on Twitter, and also... The Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Um, I don't have a, a ton to say on this today. Number one, the Atlanta Falcons stink. All right, they're no good. The Lions played their asses off today. They played hard again. Again, Dan Campbell doing what he does best. Fourth downs, going for it, converting. Uh, Lions make some mistakes. They get like a fourth and seven in the second half but kept a drive alive because Jack Fox on a fake punt hits Kaderil Hodge for a first down. All the things that we've seen all season from this team came to fruition today. There was an aggressiveness. There was a creativity. There was some stupidity, including false starts and bad penalties. Yet in the end, with your backup quarterback having to try to make a play, Tim Boyle gets picked off. And the Falcons escape and win. With that being said, the Lions played pretty well today. There were some times you looked up and you said, man, Lions are right in this thing. Tied at 10 at the half. Tied at 13 after three. Um, But without Amanio Ruarie, your top cornerback, with Ifiatu Melifanu having to try to guard Kyle Pitts, which was a a joke. Kyle Pitts today, the Falcons' first-round pick, and Pro Bowl tight end was just amazing. Six catches, 102 yards, and every single time the Falcons needed a play, they went to Pitts and he delivered. On the other side, Amon Ross St. Brown is really coming into his own. Nine catch day, 91 yards, and a touchdown. And the Lions might have something here. Brad Holmes, the general manager, needs to be given some credit. Because St. Brown can play. And Josh Reynolds can play a little bit too. And the Lions might actually have a couple of receivers come next season that they're going to hold to, hold on to and keep. Because all season long we've talked about a lack of receiving core, a lack of weapons for Jared Goff, especially at the wide receiver spot. Today you had one tight end. And then once Jason Cabinda got hurt and Shane Zelstra left the game, you were down to nobody, both in the slot and a tight end. And yet Brock Wright was the only option. But here they were, 
in typical 2021 Lions fashion, in the game, driving at the end, only to see Tim Boyle throw a terrible pass and uh, get it intercepted uh, by Olu Olaquan to win the game for Atlanta. Did Cordero Patterson go off today? And Could the Lions not stop him? No. He rushed the ball seven times for 14 yards. Lions outgained the Falcons on the ground today, 130-47. to Lions and Falcons were pretty even in the pass game today. I love seeing Jamal Williams get back at it. 19 carries for 77 yards. Craig Reynolds continues to make plays. Did so more in the passing game today than anything else. But the Lions just don't have enough players. They just don't have enough players. And today, against a pretty mediocre Falcons team, clinging to trying to get to the seventh and final wild card spot or seventh and final playoff spot, third wild card spot in the NFC, they escaped. But it wasn't like Russell Gage went off or Mike Davis went off or Matt Ryan had some great day. Ryan was efficient, 18 out of 24 for 215 yards, but the Lions got to him early with the three sacks. And just at the end of the game, in a, in a, in a sloppy game at times, and at times the Lions didn't play their best football, and again, penalties hurt them and all this other stuff. But again, the Lions don't have any players. This is year one of a rebuild, and today they nearly stole one down in Atlanta. Give Dan Campbell credit, and give Aaron Glenn credit. I hope, I am very hopeful, that Aaron Glenn is back next year as defensive coordinator because if some of these coaching jobs open, Chicago, Jacksonville, and others, they need to interview Aaron Glenn. I hope they don't but they kind of do. Another game where the defense, without all of these guys, Romeo Quara out, Trey Flowers out, Alex Anzalone out, all of these guys out, Amadio Ruarie, their top cornerback, out this week, and now out for the year with a, with a thumb injury. And you're leaving the defense in the hands of Anthony Pittman, Dean Marlowe, Austin Bryant, Tracy Walker was back today, a little bit of a factor. But all in all, they battled. Ali McNeil got in there, got a sack today. You got Brady Breeze playing, Rashad Berry playing, Curtis Bolton. Who? Yet, here were the Lions in position to win a game on the road in week 16 that they had no business winning. When the Falcons have Gage, Ryan, Cordero Patterson, they had guys flying around the field defensively, Kyle Pitts, Deion Jones, Olaquan, and yet here were the Lions with a chance to win at the end. I want to get more into this. We'll read your tweets at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks. Also, uh, hand out some game balls today. We got to tell you on the post game pod about our friends at Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. You know it, you love it. I've been talking about it for over a year now. And it's even better than a candy bar. It's Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. Every single morning, I get myself a Built Bar. Whether it's the mint brownie bar, the coconut brownie chunk bar, cookies and cream, 
They're all really good. I sent a box to my mom the other day. She loves them. Absolutely loves them. They give you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. And, of course, now you're going to be taking returns back as we're after uh, Christmas. Uh, what about Built Bar in terms of the Built Puffs? My boy Nathan Litke. I'm going to see him next week. We're going to do a little watch party. Lions and Seahawks. Nathan loves the Built Bar Puffs, the marshmallowy treats around the holidays. We appreciate Nathan for being one of our P1 listeners here on Locked On Lions. Do me a favor. Go to built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Atlanta 20, the Lions 16 today down in Atlanta at the Dome. The roof was open and all this good stuff. And quite honestly, the Lions today played as hard and as well as they could have played. It's an undermanned team. It's a team that at some, you know, at one point in the second quarter after the St. Brown 20-yard touchdown pass, you look up and you say, how is this team up 10 to 7? How are they doing this? Third quarter, looked like the Falcons got some momentum coming out of the locker room yet. Riley Patterson, who continues to impress, it's a 37-yard field goal. Falcons get a Matt Ryan to Hayden Hurst touchdown, start of the fourth, led 20-13. to I agreed with the call by Dan Campbell to take a chip shot field goal to make it 20-16 to with two minutes to go. Lions defense has been opportunistic as of late. Yes, I said it. Jalen Reeves-Maben forces a fumble. Lions get the football back, down four with a chance to win. Unfortunately, Tim Boyle throws a terrible pass. Look, Jared Goff is on the COVID list. There's nothing you can do. All right? These are your backup quarterbacks, Tim Boyle and David Blau. They're no good. And I know the Lions are a two-win football team. They're 2-12-1 with two games to go. Next week at Seattle and then the week after home to Green Bay. In a game in which, quite honestly, the Packers might be resting their players if they continue to win and, and, and clinch the NFC Home field. They're 12 and 3 now. But the Lions battled. And you see, you know, Lions outgained the uh, Falcons today, 338 to 254. Lions won the time of possession today, 38 uh, minutes to 21 minutes. Lions had more first downs, 19 to 14. But when you don't have enough players, and TJ Hawkinson's out for the year, and DeAndre Swift remains out with the shoulder injury. This stuff's going to come back and get you. It just is. And Boyle tried to fit a ball into triple coverage and got intercepted at the end of the game. I'm not going to go nuts about Tim freaking Boyle. He's not good. Okay? He was the number two and number three quarterback in Green Bay for a reason. He wasn't even good in college. But give Dan Campbell and this staff credit. They're in every game. This is a Falcon team that, with a couple more wins, could still finish over 500. Yet you are on the road with a chance to win and an opportunity to uh, get it done today. And the Lions were right there. Love seeing Jamal Williams, like I said, back. Craig Reynolds continues to play well. Uh, They used Amon Ross St. Brown twice in the run game on reverses. St. Brown's turning into a stud. You know, you you sit here and go, all right, who's definitely going to play a role in 2022? Amon Ross St. Brown is in. Josh Reynolds is in. Craig Reynolds is in. Jalen Reeves-Maben re-signed this cat. He's playing well. 
He's playing really well. And Aleem McNeil today with a sack. Now, would I like to see more pressure on Matt Ryan throughout the day? Yes. Is it difficult to cover Kyle Pitts with Melifonwu, who hasn't played much? Absolutely. But all in all, today was not a bad performance. Um, I told you earlier in the week here on Locked On Lions that if Jared Goff was going to play, that the Lions had a chance at winning this game, beating Seattle and beating Green Bay if the Packers rest everybody in the last week and going on a little bit of a run. Once I found out that Goff was not playing and that the COVID stuff all week was going to keep him out, you kind of just knew because the team was in a pretty good rhythm with number 16 that it wasn't going to be the same today with Tim Boyle. Some throws he made, especially early in the game when he started off six for six, you're like, oh my, Tim Boyle, first quarter, look at the Lions, right? But then, you know, first drive of the game on offense for the Lions, Amon Ross St. Brown's running a little underneath route wide open. Would have been a touchdown. Boyle forces a pass and Raymond incomplete. They have to settle for a Patterson field goal. Those are the kind of misses that cost you games. If he hits St. Brown, it's 7-0. Instead, it was 3-0. Little things like that. But again, when you're taking a backup quarterback on the road against a team that's fighting for the playoffs and has some veterans, like I mentioned, with Patterson and Ryan and Gage and others, and Kyle Pitts is not a veteran, but he's a really good player. Um... This is what you're going to get. The problem that I have with the Lions today is the penalties. You know, the false starts, uh, the holding calls. Today, the Lions had um, six penalties, cost them 30 yards, to Atlanta's two penalties. But the Lions probably, if you look at the stats, probably should have won this game. They ran 68 plays to the Falcons' 45. Outgained him 338 to 254. But couldn't stop hits. Couldn't get off the field on defense in a couple of times. But again, I'm not hating on him today. I want, I refuse. You're talking about Oquara, Anzalone, Oruarie. The list goes on and on of the number of players that the Lions are without now from here, here and into the future, especially on the defensive side. So, you know, was the last throw horrible? Yes. Should the Lions have done better today in the red zone? Scoring touchdowns? Correct. 0 for 4. Falcons, when they were in the red zone, 2 for 2. But Detroit is showing some life. I like what Dan Campbell is doing. And again, I mentioned the fake punt before. Jack Fox is a monster. I love that man. Fake punt to Kaderil Hodge to set up a score was awesome. Why not? What do you have to lose? You're a two-win football team. You're not any good. You're on the road. Yet Fox made the play. Jalen Rees-Maven throughout the day was making plays. I don't love the Lions linebackers. You know how I feel about the Lions linebackers. They couldn't stop Pitts. The, 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 uh, the fourth down where uh, Patterson scored on the pitch play, linebackers were nowhere to be found. But all in all, a guy like Jalen Reeves-Maben is probably going to be back next year. He's starting to make some plays. He's starting to show that with this coaching staff and Aaron Glenn and, um, you know, the linebackers, uh, coaches, that we're seeing some improvement. That's all you wanted this year. 
That's all we wanted this year was to see some guys step up and get better. Craig Reynolds has made a case. Amon Ross St. Brown has made a case. But how do you expect to win some games when you've got a rookie receiver out of USC, a guy off the scrap heap in Reynolds, another guy off the scrap heap in Craig Reynolds, Tom Kennedy, who's a practice squad receiver, Khalif Raymond, who nobody wanted, and Brock Wright, who's the third tight end on this team. You know, at the start of the year, Brock Wright was buried by TJ Hawkinson and others. But yet, there were the Lions, end of the game, trying to make some plays and in the football game. Your tweets coming up next at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks. We'll read some of those. Uh, I want to tell you, though, about our friends at Stat Hero. Look, folks, no one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. We all know that. Winning feels so much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Not with Stat Hero. They're the first-of-its-kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups, winner-take-all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play, and you get to handpick the team that you want to face one-on-one. It's easy. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. No one else does this. All right? Stat Hero head-to-head is what daily fantasy should be, one-on-one. I've seen it before. You look at the other team's lineups. You look at any lineup you want to go up against, and you go up against it. Four o'clock games, Sunday night games, Monday night games, it doesn't matter. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on for a 100% match from our friends at Stat Hero. And hey, Matt Derry here to tell you about bet online. You just want to do straight bets, you want to bet on the games, bowl games, NFL, NBA, whatever it is. Sign up today during the holiday season with our friends at betonline.ag. They remain your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, whatever. They've got it at betonline.ag. BetOnline, the easiest place to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, your tweets were coming in during the game today at Derry Speaks, D E R Y Speaks. Uh, Ivory Jackson uh, writes in about Amon Ross St. Brown, prime example as others on the team of the term being coached up. Uh, Kevin Kelly says, Come on, O line, not been your best game. Craig Reynolds for the win. Yes. Remember, Frank Ragnow has been out for the year, Jonah Jackson's been out. You know, this offensive line, I think it's done as well as it can go, as, as it can do. Tom Cooper says, Jalen Reeves may have been given all the term and all the money. Osiris, 33, I want Aiden Hutchinson. That's a possibility, either at one or two. Um, a couple more tweets coming in. Um Dennis Carmody, give some credit to this defense. Ryan's not even the top five for quarterback sack the most this season. Lions put good pressure on Matt Ryan at the start of this game. I would have liked to have seen more throughout the game, but Aaron Glenn stayed aggressive, and of course you had the three sacks in the first quarter. Um, 
But the Lions has had trouble all day covering Kyle Pitts. Tight ends have been a problem for years. But again, as many people say here on Twitter, um, Kyle Pitts isn't your ordinary tight end. <laughs> Alan Perlstein says, perfect quarterback rating to go along with his exceptional punting. Jack Fox is the NFL Renaissance Player of the Year. Jack Fox is awesome. Great fake punt call early in the, earlier in the game today uh, by Dan Campbell and Dave Phipp and the special teams uh, special teams staff as Fox hit Kaderil Hodge. It's worked all year. And see, here's the other thing. Those type of plays really are great for the players because they realize that their coach has faith in them, that they're going to show some balls. All right? It's a loss today. The Falcons won. The Lions lost. But there's a confidence it builds when you make a play like that. It was fourth and one, Lions at the football. False start, terrible. Goes back to fourth and seven. Campbell says, screw it. We're going to run this fake punt. And Jack Fox, uh, Jack Fox uh, punt God, hits Kaderil Hodge for the first down. Uh, as far as game balls today, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, definitely a touchdown catch. Nine catches, 91 yards. He continues to impress, and he's played so well. Uh, Jalen Reeves may have been another one. Uh, eight tackles today, four solo, a pass, a defended. I thought he played pretty well today. Um, and you got to give credit to Riley Patterson again. Three for three on field goals has been perfect this year, including a long of 37. Uh, it appears, at least, that the Lions have found their place kicker in the rookie from Memphis, Riley Patterson. Next up, next week, the Lions will go to Seattle to play the Seahawks in what could be Russell Wilson's last home game in front of the 12s and the Seahawks. Uh, I'm going to take some time off this week, only a couple of shows this week. We will do the crossover on Thursday, and we're back with you at the postgame next Sunday. Lions lose today to, to Atlanta 20-16. to Not the worst loss ever. Um, the Falcons aren't good, but all in all, I thought the Lions battled today and played well, well enough to win. But when you're talking about um, you know, Tim Boyle doing his thing, Jacksonville lost today, by the way, so they remain with the number one pick as the Jets beat him 26 to a 21. Houston did beat the Chargers today, 41-29, so that helps the Lions. Thanks for listening. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day right here on Lockdown Lions. We'll do it again tomorrow.